<laughs> Welcome back to the Drop Culture Podcast. I'm your host, October the God. Today I'm here with special guest Cola H. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. It's good to have you on. We've kind of been kind of had this in the works for a minute now, but Yeah, man. Glad to get I, you I, on. I, I appreciate you reaching out. Um I remember getting that text after I threw out, I think it was Switchblade, and then you hit me up. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But I, I couldn't, man. A lot has happened in the last, the last, I would say in the last like three, four months. It's been a little bit of a wild ride. So uh, I finally was able to catch a moment, and here we are. This is great. Yeah, man, I'm glad we could get you on here. Is I really like your music. Your music is, there's just something different about it. There's something different about the whole vibe you're giving. I kind of mm-hmm. want to talk about that today. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I, I pride myself off of off of being different, man. I feel feel like right now everybody is the carbon copy of everybody else. And uh, it's kind of whack. <laughs> I'm definitely with you there, man. It feels like, you know, everybody, there's like four people and everyone wants to sound like them. And it's just like, yeah. when there is a little bit of breakaway, it's like, you could tell it's just they just kind of did something random and they weren't putting effort into it. But with yeah. you... And a couple other people I know, it's like, man, this guy's dedicated. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I, I, I really, really pride myself off of that. Because, like, I, I don't know what it is, man. Like, I, I feel like everyone went from saying, like, yo, I'm going to make a better song than that. I'm going to have a better video to that than that. And I feel like everybody just started saying, yo, that's all, that's all you need to make it? Yo, I'm going to make the exact same song. I'm going to make the exact same video. I'm going to do the exact same thing. And it's just been like that for like a little while now. Like, and I'm not saying that there aren't there the standouts and stuff like that, but I feel like every everybody's kind of just doing the same thing, and uh, it, it it might work for a little bit, but like I remember we all went through this uh, this whole phase where if you could say bitch on a record like really well, um, that would be that would be the thing that stands out. Like, you know, and then, like, all these people were running around because they were sons of, of Lil B. And, and you, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it, it was, like, I mean, it was fun. But at the same time, it's just, like, how many people were doing it versus the amount of people who, who stayed around. So, and, uh, like, when I got into music, I got into it because of the people who were different, not because of the people who were the carbon copy of everybody else. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also like nowadays it's really easy to like anyone can do music now. It, it's not like a like a coveted thing that like oh man, you have to know all these people to just start putting stuff out there. It's like yeah. anyone can do it, but that doesn't mm. mean, you know, anyone should do it. I know that's kind of rough sometimes cuz like everyone no, wants to no. try. Yeah. Like, I, just not made bro, for it. Yo, I completely agree with you too. Like I feel like I feel like you know, can does not mean ought. It doesn't mean you should. Yeah. Like, you know, and um, it's funny, too, because looking at everything, um, yeah, just looking at everything, it, it's like, once again, if, if, if the bar just keeps getting lowered, then everybody has a chance. And there's both, uh, um, there's both, like, good things and there's pros and cons about that. Like, I mean, the good thing is, is that there's a lot of talented people now who um, have access because they don't have to spend $100 an hour, $200 an hour at a studio, and rather they can spend $200 on like an interface and then use their computer. Everybody has a computer now. 
and like they could record on their laptop and and that's great but like at the same time there's a lot of people who who really really have no musical essence no musical background no creative essence and um like you know they have shots that uh they don't deserve like to to be quite honest with you you know and nowadays too it's just like even right down to image like i feel like if you have a, a unique image it works in terms of selling the music better than the music itself i mean six nine was the perfect case study for that and um like you know he had these shocking visuals and stuff like that a kid with rainbow hair like you know aligning himself with a gang i mean obviously like I, it, it turned out for the worst but at the same time like it's not like he didn't walk away from that being a fucking millionaire excuse my language am i allowed to cuss on this yeah no you're good <laughs> Okay, sick. I'm just making sure. But like you understand what I'm saying? And it's just yeah. like he played played a character for a little while and uh you know, now he is like part of the 1% that you know gets tooted around. And you know, cre- creatively, creatively it was a cool experiment, but um like the ramifications of like all all those real gangsters getting put in prison and stuff like that on account of his bullshit like I didn't like that at all. I, I thought that was whack. Yeah, and I think, like, things like that need to happen to, like, change the culture and, like, have it evolve a little bit. But, like, yeah. things like that need to happen in a vacuum. Word. Like, and, and, and that's the thing, too, right? Because, like, now, <sighs> you know, I, I don't even know if I should be talking about this, but, like, now it's just, like, at the, like I have real respect for people who have had to live a street life because I'm, I'm sure if anyone could choose, they wouldn't choose it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They wouldn't ch- make the choice to live it. And then for people to kind of like leech off of that, I mean, we've been seeing that happen, like, you know, in culture, just in general. Like, once again, people like having rap careers, but was probably never around rappers at all. Like, it, like ever, like, or even around anything remotely hip hop, period. It's just like in one in like once again in one sense like the access to the information like whether it be on the internet or whatever for everybody to have a chance is good because they may be like yo these are people that i i relate to even though i've never ever encountered anybody like this in my real life this is how i feel in my real life but now it's just like i don't know man like where 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 there's blood there's leeches you know what i'm saying so yeah so there's that it 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 does kind of delve into like this is still like cultural appropriation because like you don't know that like that's not like you're not living that way i know mm-hmm. i'm not living that way either but it's like still like i'm like closer to that culture than you are it's yeah. by fact of like that's like where my family's from that's like mm-hmm. around me that's where they're from so, yeah 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 man it's just like and same with me too it's just and and then you see people like try to appropriate it try to <laughs> like you know put on a character and then are reaping all the benefits off of it and like when they get rich like it's not like they're trying to contribute back to you know what made them you know yeah. and it's just like I, and and you know there's a bunch of politics behind that too but anyway this this took a weird turn how you doing man you good <laughs> yeah, man, i'm good <laughs> but, but yeah man. yeah going back like more specifically to your sound it is very mm-hmm. unique. So how'd you like how'd you like craft that? Um, I'm a I'm a very very big fan of just like when I started listening to hip hop, which was like 
in, in like late nineties, early two thousands, like everybody everybody who had like a different aesthetic, Buster Rhymes, ODB, Killer Cam, Cameron, oh my god, Jay Z, like these these are these are guys that I felt like were really, really being the best of themselves and were different even right down to Missy Elliott, man. I don't I don't feel like she gets enough love. But like and on the production tip, um uh, Pharrell, uh Prince, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, uh who are my idols, like when it comes to music production. Um, like yeah, these these are the guys like I felt like they had the sauce. It was unique, it was different. Even right down to um, George Clinton, Parliament and Funkadelic, like all that old stuff. Cab Calloway, like which, which I'm going to like the 40s and 50s and 60s right now. But like all those people, like they were unique, man. And they were they they were unapologetically unique. And I was just like, this is this is why I want to get into this. Like, you know what I mean? These guys are, are being fiercely themselves. Uh, they're being fiercely black. Like I, I really love every part of that, and um, I just wanted to figure out how to do that with myself. So, even right down to like you know, I'm, 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 b before being like a recording artist, I would say I'm a producer first and a musician first, and like even even at that, like I tried always to, and I've been producing for a while. It's just like I've been always trying to make a new sound, and um, I fail a lot. <laughs> and that's part of the game but yeah i feel a lot but it's 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 all, it's all part of the game so i'm always trying to make something new something that is is like i'm searching for something i'm always searching and like when i find it like that's that's when i have a completed product so boom. yeah so like in terms of your production um i think you have more of a passion for production or are you more into like actually like rapping and being on the track to be honest with you, I'm I'm not even sure anymore. Um, I'm not sure for a number of reasons. Number one, I I love talking shit on a record. I love it. It's probably one of my favorite things to do. Um, but music production is what got me into it. Like I grew up playing drums in church, you know, and um, like and then from there keys, and then from there like producing on Fruity Loops to like all the way up till now, and it's like I really really love producing but um that same thing that i was talking about right the me searching for this sound made a lot of a lot of artists from my city not choose my beats so i came to this realization a few years ago and even right up till now like i i, I still stand by it. it's just like no one's gonna choose my production unless i'm on it and show them how to do it and like yeah. It's 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 really really funny too because like I I I wouldn't even I wouldn't even consider myself a mid tier artist like me me by myself that is right like so I'm from Toronto and um, within within Canada like the band that I'm that I'm in I am in a punk band punk rock band and it's just like with within that I I think we're doing considerably well but me as myself like. Uh, especially in the realm of hip hop, R and B, whatnot, people wouldn't choose my stuff, and people that would would probably record on the song, but they would never release it. So uh, that's what kind of forced me out of hiding, like with uh, with the rap shit. 
and here I am rapping on records. And I, I love it, and I love my records, which is why I put it out. But um, yeah, man, I, I love production more, but I don't think anybody's given me the opportunity to truly like live myself, right? Yeah. <laughs> Except me, so here I am. But what made you want to transition from being like hip-hop, R&B, to going to a punk band? Because those are like very different sounds. Like they have some of the same like, I'm a punk fan, so I know they got some of the same like core elements here and there, but it is like a yeah. massive transition vocally. Yeah, man. Um, well, what's it called? Vocally, I'm I'm not at the forefront in in the punk band. Um, it's funny when we were younger, uh, it felt like everybody, and it still kind of feels like this, but it felt like everybody and their mom and their grandma was rapping, and uh, me and, and my partner Dens, he was. Um, um, he was like, yo, we got to do something to stand out, something different, right? And uh, as I said before, like Pharrell and N.E.R.D., the Neptunes, they, you, you know, they had like a funk rock element. Really, if you really look at it at its base, N.E.R.D. is a funk band, right? And if you look at yeah. funk bands of the past, there's always elements of rock in it, punk rock, like elements of everything in it. So originally i th i think that's what we were trying to lean to but <laughs> we just kept turning on the distortion and it got harder and harder and faster and faster <laughs> pause <laughs> man <laughs> but the, the the music itself like it, it, it we just started getting louder and louder so um and then we just haven't turned down ever since and like i think we we pride on pride ourselves on getting more and more aggressive and um here we are today and like if if you really look at it too uh if if you love music right like you respect it all and um when you respect it all you you open your mind you open your mind and you you start going to different places seeing different things you start to realize like yo maybe there's a spot for me here so and that's what happened with the punk rock like like we started going to punk shows, starting seeing a lot of different shit, and we were we were down with it. So we just kept trying, and you know, on a few world tours. I say world, but like it's really just like Canada, America, Europe. And um, in okay. the new year, we're supposed to supposed to be on tour again in uh, doing North America with um, Death from Above, nineteen seventy nine, and um, we're waiting for that, and hopefully. Uh, these variants don't take over and shut down all our shows. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Like, the amount... Like, I, I can't believe that this thing is still going on. Like, I, I mean, I got my own personal thoughts of what I feel about it, but, um, yeah, it's, it's just really, really unfortunate, man. Um, to see, like, the, the full entertainment... Like, and this is all I do, right? Like, this is my main thing music is my main thing like outside of rapping like uh, i i am doing pro producing i am doing like sessions and stuff like that like this is my main thing and the amount of stuff that has just gotten canceled over and over again because of this new world is it's a bloody mess bro sucks been working through that like you know if you are doing like you can't do studio mm -hmm. sessions anymore you mm -hmm. kind of have to work like online has that like has that been working for you? Well, actually, it, it's been, like, I've been, the majority of the pandemic, I've been busy, right? Like, which is great. But 
I think the, the, the issue, the problem has been is that it's it's not as consistent. I mean, I was supposed to go on a I was supposed to go on a tour with um with my homie Son Real. I, I, I act as his drummer and um we were supposed to do a tour on um through November to early December. And I was like, yo, if I get this, this is gonna take care of me until until we um until we go on tour in March. And uh <laughs> lo and behold it got cancelled, bruh. Like, what were we supposed to do? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, man, it got canceled. So I'm out here pivoting, trying to figure it out. And like, you know, my wife and I, we we bought a place and, you know, I have a young daughter. And it's just like, yo, what am I supposed to do? And thankfully, things have come through. Like, once again, like, there's always a way, right? I think we just need to look at our our challenges and our problems in a solution-oriented manner. If we're looking at it any sort of way, if we're moping, sulking, any of that, it's just like, fam, you just need to pop a multivitamin, get some vitamin D and just and just like drink some water and like figure out solution. So that's 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 what that's what I've been doing. It's 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 been weird, it's been tough, but it's also been good, man. Like to buy property in the middle of a pandemic in a city that it, like you know the real estate market here is hot and we're like top 10 most expensive cities the fact that we were able to do it i'm very very blessed about that so like and like you know this is off of music so anything's possible so living in toronto and being from that area like like nowadays people consider toronto like a music hub you got a lot of a lot of artists coming out of toronto what's that been like like seeing that growth and like it's changed there <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's it's a fantastic place to breed talent. It is the worst place to stay if you want to be successful. Uh, the absolute worst. There is no music industry here. So, um, and and by saying that, I mean for particularly for, in my opinion, for black artists, and for um, for black artists, for hip hop artists, and for artists that really really want to take a real crack at the entertainment industry this is not the place to be um before the pandemic they were closing down they were closing down a bunch of venues left right and center like wow. yeah like like and like some of the most popular venues like so the way how toronto acts here is like there's venues from like maybe 50 cap room to 100 cap room uh to like maybe like 300 cap room and then there's this big divide and then there's like 1500 cap rooms and 3000 cap rooms and like and then there's the stadiums right and all of them have been closed well not all of them but a good majority has been closed down and so there's less and less options the way how um, a lot of the venue owners act around hip-hop music period around here is really really hostile and it's just like as soon as you tell them it's a hip-hop show or even not even a hip hop show, but if there's a black artist, they start hiring lots of security, uh, having pat downs at the front, and it's just like once again, I've been to many many punk shows where everybody's using drugs. Sometimes there's alcoholics in there that like you know have the nerve to fight and stuff like that. They never have security at their shows, patting them down, ever. So like even even towards that kind of hostility it's, it's just like where where do you go for the budding artist that that 
you know, can probably only sell out a 150 cap room? Do you go to the 300 cap room where uh, they're more lenient on hip hop shows and only half sell it out or put a million people on the bill? Or Like I'm, I'm getting into a lot. Like I realize I'm getting into a lot, but like, once again, it's a brilliant place to, to breed talent because everybody out here is hungry for attention. And like, we've been doing really, really well with that. But as far as like the music industry, it's it's a really really hard grab out here. Uh, and it's like, man, don't feel bad talking about it because like I'm not from Canada, I'm not from the area. So where are you from? Like, I'm from the states. So no, no, but like where? Uh, like like KY area. Man, I don't want to say Kentucky, man. Nah. <laughs> well, why? Why? Like, what's so bad about Kentucky, man? There's nothing here. Well, you you know what, like. On, on the real, sometimes that's the best place to breed talent. You know what I'm saying? Or the best place to, like, so there's a place out here called Halifax, uh, Nova Scotia. It's one of the most eastern parts of the country. And everybody that I know from Halifax is wicked at music, like crazy talented. Um, so, like, even right down to, like, some people I know, like somebody who used to produce under uh, Dr. Luke, he goes by circuit. He's produced for like Katy Perry, Britney Spears, everybody wow. from Halifax. When you're out in a place where um, it, you you can perceive it as a place like where there's not much, that gives you even more incentive to do more with whatever your craft is. You got this podcast. Now you can zone in and focus specifically on this. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I personally have never been to Kentucky. Eventually, is is it is Louisville there? Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I I look forward to the day that I can actually go to Louisville and like you know have a little bit of a show. Like, like you're still in a populous place, man. Like, don't yeah. look at it like once again you got to look at it like an opportunity. Like, shit. Well, if there's nothing here, I could build something here, or I could build something to get me out of here. I could just leave. Sure. So, so you know what I mean. So it's a goal. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's what you gotta look at it like. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. I can't even remember what it was. I just kind of went off on a tangent. Nah. Worse, you you spend a lot of knowledge right now, though. I'm learning a lot of stuff. Mm, well, you know, cool. <laughs> that's great too. <laughs> when you're producing, like. What is the sound that you're looking for? I know you've been saying you're looking for that, like that perfect sound. What do you think that's gonna be? Like, these gonna be like more neo soul or like hitting more towards those punk vibes? Oof. Uh, for 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 me, in terms of rap, I, I I look for hard drums and like either either a cool bass line or a cool lead on top, like something that just like is undeniably like full of swagger not corny yeah and and just not the same as what everyone else is doing like if it's if as long as it has swag as long as it has style as long as it has like you know is man as long as it sounds great as long as it's undeniably corny like that's what can work and as long as it you know it's with whatever i'm talking about or maybe juxtaposed completely like that's another like there's so many avenues but as long as it's undeniable that's what i'm looking for okay mm -hmm. like 
like your lyricism, you know, mm -hmm. you got a lot of opinions, you got a lot of stuff you want to say. <laughs> yeah. You think you're trying to put that more into your songs and make like, you know, I, I got this message I'm trying to get out there because that's what a lot of people I talk to, they're like, yeah, man, I've been trying to, this is like my way to like preach this message. I don't have one specific message, man. The The only thing that I want to do is undeniably be myself, flaws and all, or, or you know, without flaws. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, as long as it's honest, like, I don't, so rap is a really interesting platform because like rap specifically are the only one the the only one genre where you could write the lyrics and at face value you get judged on everything you say because more times than not it's it, it it's either true or should be true because you're saying it you know like i i feel like this is the only genre where uh we've really really even though we've seen a, a shift within the last maybe five, six years, um, this is the only genre where uh, you kind of get, you, you get ridiculed if your pen belongs to someone else. Like, you know, and, and truthfully, I'm in that sense, like I understand making a great song. Like I, I definitely understand that, like and doing whatever you can to make a great song, regardless of who's on it or whatnot. But like when it comes to verses and stuff like that, like it should be like it should be the MC. It should be the rapper like writing their own stuff, man. I I I never like the fact that um someone else's pen is your pen. Like or someone else's words is in your mouth. Like I like I I like honest shit. Even though like some of my favorite songs like still DRE like Jay-Z wrote that song for Dr. Dre. And it's just like, and if you listen to it closely, it sounds like Jay-Z. <laughs> so it's it's just like, it, personally, though, my approach is like, oh, as long as it's honest. If it's honest, that's that's what it's all about. It's all about being honest, you know, flaws and all, man. Like, I, I grew, like, as I said before, I grew up in the church. I grew up thinking that everybody in the church was, was perfect until I got wise to the fact that it's actually quite the opposite like you know maybe some of the most damaged scarred uh, uh reprehensible people are, are are in church like a lot of the time and it's just like i i think it bugged me the most because i realized that people weren't being honest with what their virtues were and are um and i just want to continue to be honest with my music you know and be honest with what i'm saying so that that's like and lyrically like like i mean i look to the greats for that i look to jay i look to cam i look to you you know i I look to all yeah. those guys like i i mean they're they're a little bit of of, of the older generation but i feel like there's not, there's not many in in this in age well actually no 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 i take that back because i really like fred obang and i feel like he's not lying I feel like all these other rappers are not dying. And once again, a lot of times it's to a fault whether they get arrested or whether they get killed. Like, I'm, I'm you know, it's really unfortunate, but like maybe they're being honest to a fault. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but, I, but I respect it more than someone who's just like kind of looking at a story that's not theirs <laughs> and writing fictitiously. I hate that shit personally. And no, I definitely get that because I feel like is the genre like this is supposed to be 
the most raw form of expression like the beats mm -hmm. are raw the vocals are raw and when like mm -hmm. that's someone like drake who comes in who's just like and i like drake mm -hmm. just like i like drake too he didn't man. Write I, that. yo it's it's crazy too because like and this is this is years and years ago i'm i'm confident like this guy doesn't even remember who i am but just like i remember going to uh uh going to a um a semi-formal party right semi-formal is like look it's like going to clubs before you were allowed in them right yeah. and it was me a bunch of my homies um from a different school and um their homies one of their homies brought drake and this is when drake was on degrassi and um i remember we were waiting outside of a house and he's like yo i feel like freestyling and i was beatboxing and he was freestyling and it's like yo drake can rap like that's yeah. undeniable it's undeniable that he could write his ass off too now the fact that he has a writer's room does that make him any less of a songwriter i don't think so but does it like what are we judging him on are we judging him on being an mc because the things that he writes on his own like i think you can kind of tell like i feel like you yeah. know when he has like those 6 a.m in calabasas or whatever like you could tell that's him you could you could just tell like if you've been listening to him for a long time you could tell that's him but like of course it's called into question like from an mc standpoint but bruh it's pretty undeniable what he's done with what he has you know what i mean he might he might yeah. take an idea from it and then completely refine it and to be honest with you there's a lot of people a lot of rappers in my opinion who like if they had that little bit of refinement they would be stars like so it it, it it becomes like a really really weird debate like once again as i said before if you respect music you respect it all because it it's all relative so it's just like it becomes this weird thing where it's just like like do do i hate on his penmanship knowing that i me knowing that he can write or like just because he has a, a writer's room or do i look at what the bigger picture is from the business uh side of it and decide like well yeah that may be true he he's great with the pen but if we burn our artists out like you know what i mean he's not going to be able to release next quarter or he's not going to be able to release next year because he's going to be burnt out but if he has a little bit of help he'll always be inspired or she'll always be inspired like you can hear the manager in me coming out right now right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so all but all these things are are important like once again if you want a career in this business man this business is very grueling it's very very it's it's a really hard business and it's all subjective it's not like yeah. like you know it's not like ufc like i like i love ufc right i love combat sports in general i i fight myself i love it and it's wow. just like it's just like oh it's very very clear who is better right it's very very clear who has a game plan when they walk in and it's very very clear who is better but in this like i mean shit no one can tell me that like and i mean no offense to this but no one could tell me that uh, a lot of the people who have been criticizing Drake for having a writer's room are better rappers than Drake. Like if they went yeah. toe to toe, no one, no one could tell me that. Cause elite, 
is an elite level rapper. And there's a reason why elite level rappers are messing with him. And it's beyond money. Trust me, because anyone could make money. But they would all be making songs with Madonna and uh, Taylor Swift if it was only about money. But it's not just about money. It's more than that. Yeah, I think I think it also has to do with like rap has been extremely commercialized over the last few decades to where it's just like, yep. you know, it's not supposed to be like, I think people like Eminem and stuff like that. And not to like mm. start an Eminem hate train, which I will happily <laughs> conduct. But like, Damn. really, I do not like Eminem. Never like liked Eminem. Even, I never mess with him. Not even his old stuff. Oh, the Eminem show was okay at best. Ooh, wow. Oh, you can man. fight me on that too. Yo, man, I I know a few people that would fight you. Personally, I, I will say this about Eminem. I think he's an elite level rapper, and I'd say mechanically, and and lyrically. I don't think there's anybody that's going to go toe-to-toe with him. Music-making-wise, um, a lot of his stuff I, I, I'm, is just not for me, like, at all. I, I am not the crowd for him. You know what I mean? Like, once again, like, you know, I was talking about swagger and style, like, undeniable, like, undeniable swagger and style. And I don't, Eminem doesn't do that for me, like, at all. And, and truthfully... Eminem is a nerd. Oh, fuck. there there are some nerdy rappers that are good though. Like, I'm trying to think of one. <laughs> exactly, you can't think of any. <laughs> well, ah, oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Well, yo. Well, actually, you know what? I can't even call him a nerd. I was gonna say MF Doom. A lot of people love. Bro, but... don't you, bro? Do not. But, but, but do not speak not their nerd. names in the same sentence, bro. Yeah, MF yeah, Doom that's... is that's different. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's different. Like it's it's something that would be seen as like I guess like you know what the hipsters would call like nerd core, but he's not a nerd. Like yeah. so that that's a little different. You're absolutely right. I damn. Damn, you're right. You're right. They're I'm not, saying, man. Oh man. Yo, I was even trying to say like Dave and Mike, but those guys are not nerds. They're not nerds. Exactly, bro. Eminem's just a battle rapper. Yeah. You can hear it in his flow too. It's like you started yeah. off battle rapping and you're good at that. And if you would have like if that was his whole like thing, I wouldn't yeah. be mad at it. But it's like people yeah. kind of say he's the best rapper of all time. Oof. Yo, man, even right down to it, even say like even like people people are throwing greatest of all time around like 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 it means nothing, man. And that's a wild claim and people need to stop saying that certain people are are the greatest of all time i do i think there's an argument for it i do but i think that in not like I, his his star has 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 dimmed a little bit but i think every album he's released has gone platinum or or above that but once again the people that listen to eminem are not the people that frequently listen to what rappers listen to so yeah, so even throwing him in that conversation is like I could see the room for for a case being made and I could also see a room for like room for um him definitely not even being in the top 10. Like I could see room for both sides. Top 15. I, yo. Top man. 20. Yo, geez. He's top 20, he is 20. Yo, bro, you you <laughs> Coming for everybody's next, bro. I, I'm oh, tired of this. Oh Jesus! Oh man, I I I think he's an incredible rapper. 
I think it's unden he's undeniably incredible. But yeah, man, music wise, I I, I don't listen to Eminem, and Bro, like I, I get headaches. Yo, you know what's crazy too? So my little brother, he hit me to this, um, cause you know my brother is a way more successful rapper than me, Claremont the second. And um, I remember he spent like a good year just delving back into like '90s hip hop and stuff like that. Slim Shady, the the LP, the the first one, the one that got Dr. Dre's attention. If you listen to that album, that is his most like it has the most style, the most swagger. You could tell he's from the streets of Detroit in that, and like that LP is so good, bro. Like. My brother made me listen to it, and it it's it's so good. But like, I feel like it hasn't been that ever since. Like, it's been a completely different style. So yeah. I don't know. And man. that's the commercialization bit. It's like you know, mm. he started off. He's from the streets of Detroit, and then he got held up as like you know this great white hope in the rap game. Like, it's oh true. man, he's the best rapper out there, and he's mm -hmm. white. And I think that <laughs> that's kind of what led to the decline for me. It's just like uh. man. Yeah. Could if you weren't so annoying about everything you do, man. It's 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 really really strange. Like it's 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 really really strange because I I still feel like he he made a lot of good shit. Like and he has a lot of legendary verses. You know what I yeah. mean? And even even with with what all the stuff that he's done with Dre, all the stuff that he did with G Unit too. Um, like I feel like he he was able to lead that battle and lead battles and and not only lead battles but lead teams and um you know he was he was really able to make a lot of marks that um that are meaningful in hip hop and i i do think that makes him a legend like undoubtedly you know what i'm saying it's funny too you you know what's funny too like speaking of the great white hope it's it's unfortunate that um, most, like, I feel like people that listen to hip-hop, like, religiously, don't listen to M. And I feel the same way about the Beastie Boys, even though those guys could, they could rap their ass off. And, um, but funny enough, the Beastie Boys were a punk band first. Which, like, when I discovered that, I was, I was losing my head top. It's completely wild, man. And what's, what's wild, too, is how and i'm talking a lot but it's wild how connected unintentionally both hip-hop and punk rock are it's crazy man it's crazy like and maybe that's just most most of the world like i you know i i was denying country was good music for a long time and then my wife like before we were married she brought me to a free kenny chesney show i can't remember the the, the guy who was on before kenny chesney i left that kenny chesney but the guy who was on before, it sounded like R&B, but it was country music. And it's just like, but if you listen to like Kenny Chesney, you know, you know, he's talking about drinking and, and big body whips and stuff like that. It's just like, yo, in rap music, they got that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. Hennessy and big body whips and, and women, like, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's what it's all about. And it's just like, we like, once again, cross genre, we have a lot more in common than we do then we do uh differences and it's just like you know i i, I don't know man maybe, maybe people just like if maybe, maybe people just need to hang out with people that are not like them in order for them to understand that but definitely you know 
I, I don't think people are open enough for that, man. It's it's a it, wild world out here. Because man, it's because all the music stems from the same spot, and it all comes from like yep. people doing stuff. Yep. Yep. Like, like that's why there's all those elements. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right, man. Where can folks find you at? Uh, find me at. Yeah. Find me at Die for Cola on everything. So D I E F O R C O L A, and and just as everyone's asking where the name comes from, the the first four letters of my actual name. My my name is Call Anthony. So C O L A N T H O N Y. So I'm not named after soda. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Gonna say stop making those jokes. <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was thinking it the whole time, though. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> no, man. I I don't even drink soda like that. So you know what I mean. I'm trying to live forever. So <laughs> yeah. So that that's that's where cola comes from. So everything die for cola. Dieforcola.com for all updates related to me. Uh, 2022 is gonna be a way busier year for me. Um, like I'm gonna be releasing. I I'm aiming for three EPs. So no less than ten songs next year, um, and I'm I'm really really gonna shake up things. It's gonna be really really fun. I'm really really looking forward to it. October, thanks for having me, bro. Hey man, I'm glad to have you on. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, man. And once again, use Kentucky as an opportunity to either uplift where you're from or get out of there. <laughs> Will do, man. All, <laughs> All right. right. Uh, I'm right. October the guy. You can follow us on Instagram at the Drop Culture Podcast and stream I Don't Want to Hang by Cola H on Spotify, Apple Music. Yes, and sir. remember, but for the culture. <laughs>